Welcome to Spielin' and Dealin', the Georgia High School Basketball Podcast. I am Kyle Sandy, the owner and founder of SandySpiel.com. And with me today, as always, is the producer and moderator of the podcast, Ramin Forgani. Ramin, how are you doing, sir? I am doing well, Kyle. How are you today? I am doing well. It is Valentine's Day, and I want to dedicate this podcast to all the ladies out there because we are talking about girls' GHSA state playoff basketball today, breaking down the brackets. It is Valentine's Day. I can't eat any sugar anymore. I have diabetes. No chocolate for me, Ramin, but instead I can at least hand out some flowers or in the form of just some girls' high school basketball coverage. So, Ramin... Without further ado, before we jump into it, I think we would like to thank our sponsor, as always. And we would like to thank our Spielin' and Dealin' podcast sponsor, Sportal Space. Sportal Space helps teams find gyms and fields for practice or training and makes booking a gym as easy as finding a restaurant on Open Table or a hotel on Expedia. Check out Sportal Space every practice, every game. And don't forget, we are having our February Frenzy Bracket Challenge on SportalSpace.com. You can find that on SportalSpace.com. It is brackets.sportalspace.com. Or just go to SandySpill.com and we will have a link for you to click and fill out all your brackets, boys and girls. Come test your knowledge against myself. Usually I do pretty decent, but this year so much parody on the boys and girls side. I have no idea what's going to go on, who's going to win these state championships, so you might as well fill out a bracket, come beat me, and have some fun doing it. So, with that being said, Ramin, let's get this show on the road. First of all, I like how you slipped in the little Valentine's Day reference, but anyways, on to the 7A bracket. We'll start from the top and work our way bottom. Class 7A on the girls' side games tip off Friday and Saturday. And when you look at this 7A bracket, Kyle, what are you looking for? Well, in years past, we've seen a couple of the brackets really broken down, and you'd have a a real difficult path for some of these teams. But I'm looking at it, you you got maybe two good teams in each side, two really good teams, and then the rest, it's it's all going to really have to play itself out. I think it's (laughs) the the toughest, if if you're looking at the bottom right-hand side, you got Collins Hill, who's ranked number two in the state, and you got Westlake, who's ranked number one in the state. They're going to have to meet in the Elite Eight, and that really could be a state championship matchup if it wasn't for the uh, the tough draw there. And, you know, Westlake's been number one the entire season, and for good reason. Westlake has uh, done everything they needed to do. They've been a, a powerhouse team sitting at 25-1, and one, uh, just so loaded with Young, great talent, Raven Johnson is really coming to her own as a freshman. Taylor Hosendove, who's going to Texas Tech. Um, you got Simone Lett, who transferred in, part of that big transfer class. Um, just a lot of great talent. They got size, they got athletes, they got everything you want and more. So I think still top through bottom, you know, 1 through 12, I think Westlake has the most talent. But who's been playing the best? I really do think Colin Sill has been possibly playing the best basketball in the entire state outside of holy innocence and you got jerron stallworth going to mercer javen nicholson uh she is going to be at georgia bria Harmon going to purdue Catherine forey who's a three-point shooter that you can't leave open you got jada rice going to end up at north carolina state i mean this team is so loaded they got the whole aau program over there they built that into a powerhouse very quickly 
Um, but Collins Hill is just got got the great shooting, got good guard play, and the size inside. And if Collins Hill, they're likely going to meet Westlake in that Elite Eight matchup. I actually tend to favor uh, Collins Hill because they are, uh, you know, they got some got some veterans. They've been there before. Haven't gotten all the way to the finals, but Westlake, they do have to rely on some younger players, but super talented. I, I still think Westlake long term probably has a, you know, a little bit more talent, but I think this year is Collins here, Collins Hill's year to get past them. So that's just going to be a brutal bottom right hand side, but I do like Collins Hill coming out on that side. Looking elsewhere in the bracket, uh, take a quick look at the top left-hand corner. Norcross is in there. Norcross is really uh, played better than expected, especially with Tia Lyons went down with the injury. She's going to Pittsburgh. She hasn't even played a game this year. But 24-3, and Angie Hembree's dealt with some health issues. Danny Wright stepped in, won Coach of the Year in that, that Region 7 over there. So they've done an excellent job. They've been handling their business. they got a little bit of size inside um who is it the uh the region player of the year really came on strong for them uh she's had a a a phenomenal season and that would be morgan robinson uh nagawu sorry if i mispronounced that but she's come on strong as a region player of the year and you still got other really uh talented players uh yamani paul was an honorable mention for him uh meyer strickland second team all region devin wilson who just committed to george uh, George Mason is a physical inside-outside forward, can do a little bit of everything. She was a first-team selection, so Norcross. But they're most likely uh, going to see McEachern, who has been kind of in the tumbleweeds all year long. They're, they're starting to pick it up. They played poorly at the beginning of the season. I think they dealt with some injuries. I think they're pretty much all the way healthy. And McEachern, they've won four straight titles in a row, and for good reason. They find ways to win, and somehow they find ways to reload as well. But uh, they've been a little bit more human this year. They ended up winning that, that region tournament, uh, which they, they usually always do. Uh, but they had a, a scare in that, that second-round game. They beat Marietta 49-48, to and then they ended up blowing out Hillgrove in the championship 75-258. Um, but McEachern, they got Jasmine Carson, who transferred in. She's going to Georgia Tech. She was player of the year in that region three. Uh, Victoria Agin, who came up so big, practically lifted them to the championship last year, uh, scored all those points in the fourth quarter to get them over the hump and beat uh, Norcross. So she's a very athletic guard. She she does a lot of good things for them. And uh, Jewel Smalls, also another key contributor for McEachern. So that's going to be uh, most likely uh, the showdown in the Elite Eight there, Norcross and McEachern. And I'll let you find out who I'm picking for my Final Four a little little later. Looking elsewhere, um, Cherokee, a number one seed. They dropped a spot in the rankings, the final rankings. They were sitting at number four for most of the uh, year most recently. I think I had them finishing at five. And the reason why, uh, if you have not heard, Sidney Watts, their center, their post player transfer that came in from Etowah, who already has some Division One offers, I believe, it sounds like she tore her ACL in the region tournament, and especially in 7-8, you need to be clicking on all cylinders. You need all your best players, and when your best big player is out now for the postseason tournament, just what a horrible time to suffer a season-ending injury if that is a confirmed that is it is an ACL. So that really hurts them, but they do have great guard play. Lacey McCoy was the Region 4 Player of the Year, Olivia 
Herrera, Lake, and Wade, uh, they're pretty loaded in the backcourt. But when you get deep into the tournament, you're going to need some size and physicality to match up. And especially when when you're going to end up seeing in that bottom left hand side, there's there's some Newton who again is more guard oriented, guard heavy, so it might not hurt them that much. But if they want to win a state championship, um, that's what they're going to run into. They played Collins Hill earlier in the season. Um, it was Collins Hill's third game of the season, 69 to 53. They lost by 16 to Collins Hill, who was very big. And if they want a chance to win a championship. Uh, that that loss of Watts is really hurting them, but they're going to have to get through a team like Colquitt County, who I think is uh, they're playing Wheeler. Colquitt's still a talented team. They kind of fell off at the end. Zanotica Downs, Diamond Hall, they can both really score the ball. That would be a very difficult uh, second-round match if they do see them in the second round, and then Newton's still looming. And I'll throw it up top to the right top bracket real quick north Forsyth has played very well but they get a, a bit of a tough draw mountain view is uh, nothing to sneeze at mountain view is a, a very good team 19 and 8 uh didn't necessarily close out the season how they wanted to slip into the fourth seed with a couple losses in the region tournament lost to mill creek by four lost to north Gwinnett by six points it looks like so that's um that's kind of a a, t- a tough draw for north Forsyth, but north Forsyth has really been rolling Catherine shope has been a godsend transferring in from king's academy and if you wanted to know does playing what is it gisa or gicaa whichever th- that that league is does that scoring translate over? It has translated over well for her because she has been a, a, a big-time performer over there. Didn't get player of the year. That was Cassie Markle, her teammate, but she was an all-region pick. Catherine Shope, she can really light it up from deep. Uh, a team to keep an eye on. Hillgrove, really scrappy team over on that side. Lowndes as well, who's really come on strong and taken the throne from Colquitt County in that south georgia region so with that being said that's a a pretty long overview of class 7a my final four picks are norcross newton north forsyth and collins hill and in the championship game i'm going with collins hill over norcross uh just so many division one players and uh i think they got the a nice mix of size and guard play bria Harmon playing point guard depth they might need a a little bit more depth they they do have you know some but usually i think they're more of a seven to eight man top rotation but uh that that top seven top six or seven is as good as it gets in class seven a but i have collins hill over norcross as my championship pick in class seven a girls let's keep moving down to class six a you look at the brackets three of the quadrants look to have a fairly equitable distribution maybe an easier path for one or two teams but then you look at the bottom left quadrant of the class 6a girls bracket three of your top four teams and number one number two and number four teams and lovejoy winder barrow and creaky all in the bottom left kyle yeah that, that man that's pretty brutal especially for creekview if they get past alexander you're very likely going to see winder barrow in the second round but you know don't put it past john's creek to, uh, you know, I think they might be able to give them a game because Kirk Cole is such a great coach over there. He is so good at Johns Creek, and you know, people were probably thinking it's going to be a little bit of a down year for Johns Creek. But 17 and 10, they've seen good teams like Northview, Alpharetta. They've held their own. Uh, but you're you're facing a, a tall task. No pun intended. With six five. Olivia Nelson Odell going to UConn. You got Shelia Watts in there. Um, just a lot, a lot of talent that you're going to have to deal with going through Winder Barrow. But Winder Barrow, they're going to have to earn it. I mean, they 
uh, Odell was hurt um, last year during the playoff stretch, so they saw their season not turn out the way they necessarily wanted it to. But uh, that's a that's a tough test because if they do end up seeing Creekview in the second round, Roger Roger Nolan he likes to hold the ball. He wants to play his tempo, uh, and he's done it against Harrison. He hasn't been able to slay the dragon. Uh, this year when they when they met up but there's a lot of talent over there at Creekview uh Kennedy Cater is a a, a very solid guard does what she needs to do out there Hannah Fitzgerald uh Josie Johnson brings some size inside so there's 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 some stuff to work with there at Creekview but again uh just talent wise and size wide Winder Barrow um, very talented and we haven't even talked about number one Lovejoy my goodness Lovejoy is I, I still think they're probably if you want to classify someone the team to beat Genesis Bryan has taken that next step as a sophomore Anaya Boyd a sophomore had that eye injury but came back quickly uh, she's good they have size inside and athletes all over you know Caleb Brown uh, Lovejoy very good team Lashanti Blunt uh, a lot a lot of good pieces so uh, you're looking at a, a Winder Barrel versus Lovejoy uh, Elite Eight matchup, which again probably would not be surprised to see them match up in the championship game. But that's just how the bracket all plays out, and boy, that would be a a, a star-studded uh, Elite Eight showdown. Uh, if we want to look at the top left-hand bracket, which is right above that bracket we just uh, mentioned, that quadrant. You got Sequoia going to New Manchester, that New Manchester region, Region 5. I want to kind of say a lot of inflated uh, records. I don't know if they're as strong as they were last year when Mays came out of there. Douglas County won that region. But you could go and say, well, that Sequoia region is the same way. Great top four teams with the bottom feeders aren't necessarily that great so region six versus region five all throughout the state is going to be a very interesting matchup and i'll touch on a couple more of those matchups later gainesville versus northview uh northview they've been up and down they've been up and down they never got a chance to see alpharetta for a, a third time who was a kryptonite in the regular season but northview with Ashley Austin, she's a high major forward in my book, a junior inside and out. Uh, Maya Richards, super physical inside. Uh, you got Eden Sample, the, the freshman who has really uh, come on super strong this entire season. She's been very good for them. And um, uh, what's my point guard saying? Uh, Asia Ennis, uh, very athletic. She's been dealing with some shoulder stuff all season long, but she's gutting it out, and she is a dynamic athlete who really runs the offense well and uh, is a pest on defense, very quick hand. She gets out and gets into the passing lanes quite often. But again, as you know, Ramin, it all comes down to foul trouble and outside shooting with Northview. Every time I see them play big games, Northview, they get into this silly foul trouble, and that and, and, and usually it's, it's, it's Ennis on the bench. And if Ennis goes on the bench, Northview's offense, is not as efficient obviously as it would be with her on there they have to move the piece around you don't have true point guards out there that really hurts them when ennis if she gets in foul trouble Maya richards very physical inside she can uh, be prone to foul issues as well ashley uh, austin i think she's the most unstoppable force when she is healthy and they keep feeding her the ball but uh yes foul trouble is always an issue and outside shooting are you going to get it from making Sestoli? are you going to get it from eden sample um when when they're out of foul trouble and when they're knocking down their outside shots, 
it's probably a, a very good recipe for Northview to make another trip to the final four, but we'll have to see. It's not going to be easy. An interesting matchup below them, Brunswick and Coffee. Two good teams from South Georgia going to be matching up. Coffee's got two big girls inside, and I got some quick guards, so that could be a, a dangerous team. And then Stevenson, who's a four seed in Region Four, who's played McEachern early in the season, albeit you know it was early. They played McEachern all the way down to the wire and should have beat them the second time they saw them. Uh, they're playing Heritage Conyers, who Heritage Conyers Region Three, coming from very very weak region. I saw them in their scrimmage game against South Paulding. Um, Camille Saunders, I believe her name is a big girl inside. Uh, she's a quality post player, um, much bigger than everyone they see. And I think they have a very good freshman as well who's made major contributions. But Cassidy Broussard over there at Stevenson, I like her a lot as a score. They got some shooters to go around. Her as well over there coming out of Region 4. So Cassidy Broussard, I like her a lot. Uh, Sierra Wynn has done some good things for them. I think she's at that forward position. Nikki Colbert, a, a scrappy guard that can shoot the ball as well. So Stevenson, I think they're very good for a four seed out of Region 4. Switching over to the top right-hand side of the bracket, uh, another Region 6 versus Region 5 matchup, River Ridge versus Douglas County. And this is, this is if you're a high major <laughs> college program you want to get to this game because you got savannah samuel the region six player of the year the sophomore that came back over from collins hill after she got uh you know got drawn out over there to collins hill somehow but she's back home where she grew up over there at river ridge she was a player of the year the sophomore averaged 20 points and six rebounds game about six foot six one wing uh just a monster on the glass so athletic so good can score from all over the court and Douglas County, they're going to count it with their region player of the year, Amari Robinson. She had, I think it was, what, 41 points, career high earlier in the season. Another strong forward that can score all over the court. That is going to be a slam dunk matchup. Uh, so if you're a, a high major college, uh, you're going to want to go to Douglas County and watch those teams uh, duke it out. River Ridge and Douglas County. I tweeted out the time earlier on my timeline, so you can go check that out if you want to. River Ridge, they don't have a lot of depth, though. They play six on a good day, maybe seven players. Uh, Faith Arthur, Lexi Palmer, and Savannah Samuel, those are going to be all three of your scores. Just not much else. You might get two points here or there, four points if you're lucky, but that's it for River Ridge. And if you can slow down Samuel, it's going to be a very tough game for River Ridge. But uh, Savannah Samuel, she's going to have a chance to really let the entire state know how good she is as a sophomore when they go up against Douglas County. So that should be a really fun game. Uh, Valdosta, Region 1, number one team, playing Richmond Hill. I, I like Valdosta a lot, and I'll let you know how much I like them uh, later on when we cover this Class 6A. And finishing up on that bottom right-hand quadrant, Alpharetta versus Lanier. That's a tough, tough game because Alpharetta slipped all the way to the three seed. We just mentioned how they beat Northview, so they they have that ability to beat really good teams. They kind of lose focus sometimes, and they're cycling in and out on it. But when they're at full bore, Sydney Ward came in from, I believe it was Tennessee. As she's middle, um, oh gosh, middle Valley State. What is what is MTVSU? I apologize for uh, butchering that. Uh, Mississippi Valley State, sorry. I believe that's where she's committed to. Uh, she's been a huge lift. They got Juju Maduka, Gogo Maduka as well. Um, Croy Bethune, who's in and out. I think she's a soccer star, so she's in and out. But she's uh, when she's when she's going, she's very good as well. 
uh, Kendall Phillips. So there's, they got a lot of talent over there at Alpharetta, but Lanier, Lanier can counter with some size inside, and they got some good players, and they upset Winder Barrel. But, I mean, Odoa did not play that game, but Lanier is a good team. I think that's going to be a tough matchup for Alpharetta, so that'll be a close one. And uh, that pretty much sums it up as far as that goes. We can shift over to my final four picks in Class 6A. I have Lovejoy. I have Northview. I have Valdosta coming from down south. I like what they're doing over there. Valdosta, um, let me see if I can grab the name. I believe it is, I don't want to say, is it Harrison? I want to make sure I'm properly crediting everybody. Yes, Harrison, Asia Harrison. uh, She's a very talented guard over there in South Georgia. So I like her to lead them to the final four, actually. And elsewhere because i you know what i want to go back and touch on Valdosta really quick they played in that craig sager tournament earlier in the year and they played uh, you know extremely well just looking at the results here they beat the by two points to the uh at the top of that you know that quadrant so they might possibly see them again uh they only lost by three points to holy innocence 58 55 and Holy Innocence probably on paper is possibly the best team in the entire state. And they played them, you know, right there, only lost by three points. Now, I know that was decades ago, just the second game of the season, but they've shown they can play. And they played Lowndes County, who ended up winning that Region 1 and 7A. They beat Lowndes 52-50, and then they blew out Lowndes at Lowndes 87-68. So don't, don't sleep on Valdosta. I like them a lot. And then Harrison, I'm going with the the green machine Harrison in the final four to round it out. And in my championship game, I'm going with Lovejoy to break Harrison's heart one more time after Harrison lost uh, to Mays last year. I think Lovejoy has all the pieces this year, and uh, I think they're a dynasty over the next two seasons after this as well. So Lovejoy over Harrison is my 6A championship picks. Wow, Kyle, not even letting me catch a word and just leading right into your own Final Four, kind of obviating the need for a moderator here, but I'll lead you down to 5A. We still have Buford, and um, at number one, you have them at number one in your final season rankings. Do you have them winning the championship? Well... As we go on down, everything will get quicker and quicker. But, uh, yeah, uh, we could start that way. Uh, my final four in Class 5A will be Arabia Mountain, who just lost the Southwest DeKalb in the region championship. But I'm going with Arabia Mountain. You know, Region 5, I don't think it is necessarily as strong as it always has been. But they got... I Ayanla Kitchens probably mispronounced that, but she's a post player going to Ole Miss. So there, there's some talent there at Arabian Mountain. They got a couple other uh, good pieces as well that I think really can help out. Let me see if I got that right here. Yeah. So uh, Kitchens, Ayanna McMillan was a first teamer in Region Five. Uh, Alana Shoemake, uh, second team selection, Kennedy Manning as well. So I, I like Arabia Mountain to come out of that, that top left-hand side, but it won't be easy. Villarica, who they'll likely see in that second round. DeAsia Merrill's a beast, and they got some really good pieces around her. Um, but I do like Arabia Mountain uh, to come out from that side. On the bottom left-hand side, oh, boy, uh, it's tough to pick against Buford. And I, I could foresee Buford meeting up with Eagles Landing in that Elite Eight matchup. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
it's we're Buford and you're not Buford, even though I really do like how uh, strong Eagles Landing has rebounded. And Eagles Landing has played a really tough non-region schedule, and that's that's really paid dividends uh, coming down the stretch here, and they won that Region 4 tournament. But I got Buford coming out of the bottom left-hand quadrant. You still got Tori Osmond who is going to Michigan State. You got Audrey Wiener, who is going to um, Air Force as well. Uh, so I like them. They got that dribble drive offense that just creates so many open looks. They're, they're a very good team. So I got Buford, no surprise. Throwing it up to the right-hand side of the quadrant. Let's take a gander here. Uh, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Harris County. Harris County has some beasts inside. If you don't know already, Jessica Carter. Jessica Carter is going to Mississippi State. Mississippi State's pretty freaking good at girls, women's basketball in the college level. Even I know that. She's a beast. She's about, what, 6'4", 6'5", just walking double to double. Uh, Tazia Fanning, also uh, another 6'3", post player. So, a walking double double, but the the thing with Harris County last year, yeah, they were they had those same two post players, and they're both dominant, but their guard play lacked big time. It has not been that much of a problem this year. Also, Niaja Carter, she's another big over six footer, I believe. But you got uh, Deshara Carr, Jainice uh, Dumas as well. So. I think Harris County is a little bit more well-rounded this year. You're always going to have that question in the back of your mind. Do they have the guard play to handle uh, teams that are really going to get after them? We'll see, but I'm going with Harris County uh, to make the Final Four. And on the bottom right-hand side, you got you got some good teams. you got Rome versus Flowery Branch. That's a top-ten matchup in the first round. That's a good one. you got got uh, Ware County, who's won, I believe, 25 straight games or so. Uh, heading into the tournament, so they they've been the real deal. But coming out of that side, uh, if Flowery Branch can pass that first test, I still think Flowery Branch, even though they cannot beat Buford, it's been about six straight losses to them. They just cannot beat Buford. Uh, I still think Flowery Branch is very very good. Uh, Tania Worth going to Alabama. She's a big-time player, and they got some other good pieces as well. Solid guard play, like Caroline Wysocki, who's uh, started off really hot to the season, kind of simmered down, cooled off a bit. I think she's still got it if she's still healthy and she's still playing over there. So uh, Flowery Branch is my pick. Class 5A, Arabia Mountain, Buford, Harris County, Flowery Branch, and Buford repeats over Harris County is my 5A selection, Ramin. Down to 4A, Kyle Carver, Columbus. They lost in a heartbreaking, probably the best championship game we saw last year to Columbus. Mm. Carver, Columbus, they're in the bottom right quadrant. They look to have a relatively easy path. Macy Baldwin in the Sweet 16, but otherwise, do you see Carver, Columbus getting back to it again? Well, uh, let's take a game. We'll start down there. Carver, Columbus. Let me locate them right here. Top right-hand quadrant. West Lawrence is a pretty good four seed, I would say, but I don't think they have the goods to uh, compete with a, a, a team like Carver Columbus where, oh boy, I mean the transfer, what they have? They, they did not have size last year, and that was their biggest biggest issue. Then they go and grab, uh, let me see here, Olivia Cochran from Hardaway. So she comes in, and she's a, you know, she's a double-double right there, and you got – Oh boy, Jalen Shaw has had a good season. Mariah Igis, we've talked about her. Uh, that doesn't even take into account, um, uh, who is it? Alicia Reese, I believe. 
They're they're stacked and loaded. As long as everyone's healthy, they're stacked and loaded up to the gills. Um, they might see Baldwin in that second round. I think Baldwin might have a, a tough game with Woodward Academy, who's a three seed out of Region Four. Tyler Collins, big time scoring guard. She's a big time player. Um, but either way, I, I like Carver Columbus to come out of that side. Sandy Creek stole the the number one seed over there in Region 5. I broadcasted one of their games, but they only have about eight players on the roster. They're playing six on a good day. Deja Powell's a force inside, uh, but they don't have much guard play. Uh, I, I like them to get out of the first round, possibly even get out of the second round as well. But at, once they run into Carver Columbus, I think Carver Columbus is a complete team. So I got Carver Columbus as my one final four pick going down to that bottom right hand side oh boy where, where, where are the rankings at i got them right here you got madison county who is ranked i believe number 10 northwest whitfield number four you got luella who's ranked number five and you have spalding who's ranked number three and with that being said i have spalding to the final fours on that top left hand quadrant i guess i'll go with maris diaria odin we mentioned uh region seven player of the year but burke county has been coming on very strong in region three they beat baldwin so i i like burke county but i'll go with maris and on that bottom left hand side i i'm going with henry county henry county has been so good this year brooke moore going to auburn she has led the team and they are juiced up with some scores as well 25 and 1 their only loss came to a team coming out of new york i believe janiah jones has been great autumn bush can block some shots around the paint usoria mccorder is a big time presence inside she is very long inside great shot blogger amaya jackson can score the ball janiah wadsworth uh I, i love henry county to come out and really uh steamroll all those teams to the final four so my final four in 4A, Marist, Henry County, Carver Columbus, and Spalding. And in the championship game, I have Henry County over Carver Columbus. I just think when push comes, push comes to shove, Brooke Moore is going to be a stud, and she has so much help scoring the ball. And you do have, a, I think, McCorder maybe around 6'3", 6'4". I'm not 100% positive. If I'm wrong and I'm overshooting by a lot, I really apologize. But she is a shot blocker. I know that at the very least. And I am going with Henry County in Class 4A. Down to 3A, Kyle. We have GAC and Beach in the top left. GAC at number one in your final regular season rankings. Uh, Beach at number three. But what else do you see in the bracket? Oh, boy, 3A, I mean, all roads lead through Savannah eventually. If you want to stay championship, you're going to have to beat the Savannah team, whether it's Johnson or it's Beach. So uh, I'll quickly quickly start from the left-hand side. Let's take a look. That's where GAC is housed. I think um, them losing Robin Benton is really going to hurt them with that ACL tear. She is a uh, worse Robin going to Auburn, I believe. I'm going to take a quick check to make sure Robert Benton, yes, she's going to Auburn, so she'll uh, be joining forces with the aforementioned Brooke Moore. That's an exciting backcourt over there at Auburn in years to come. Um, but I, I got GAC, uh, but they're going to, again, my goodness, they're actually going to run into Beach, who ended their season last year. But something crazy happened between GAC and Beach, and uh, let's see, it went into overtime, and yes, they met, uh, no, that was actually against, uh, let's see, that was, yes, that was, yeah, GAC in the final four, um, 56 to 47, I believe it went into overtime, Beach ended up beating GAC, 
And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to go with Beach again. I just think they got that toughness. They got all that, you know, momentum, Jabrika Bass. Um, GAC has more Division One players. That's for sure. GAC has the likes of um, Robin Benton, who won't be playing, but they got Taylor Sutton, who is going to Middle Tennessee State, Caria Reynolds going to Hofstra, and uh, they got one more, uh, Mary Martha Turner, I think her name is. I hope I'm not messing that up. I think she is going to Wofford, I want to say. So they got they got Division One players, but Beach is just tenacious, tenacious Bulldogs, uh, very much like their uh, mascot. I got Beach actually advancing to the Final Four over GAC, who's pretty much wire-to-wire been number one uh, all season long. So that might be a, uh, a shocker, but I'm going with Beach. Bottom left-hand side, the only undefeated team in Class 3A, Franklin County. They're going to have to deal with Steve Sweat, the maestro over there at Dawson County. Dawson County gets a four-seed. Uh, Kaylee Strick- Sticker was hurt for uh, a good chunk of the season with the ankle injury. She's back healthy. They're a dangerous four seed, and Steve Sweat knows how to pull upsets. But Franklin County with um, Maya Jones, they got uh, just so much talent. Ivy Jen over there. Let me see if I got that pulled up. Uh, that, that's a really good team. Maya Jones, yeah, Asia Jones, a sister, twin sister there. Um, they they got a lot. They got a lot of firepower, and uh, I, I like Franklin County to get out and get to the Final Four, which means uh, they're probably going to have to run into a really good team like Peach County, who just won that Region Four title. But I like Franklin County to hold up their end of the bargain and get to the Final Four. To the top right hand side, uh, I'm going with Johnson Savannah. They just know how to win games. Brandon Lindsay, they got a couple losses on the record, but they played really good teams. And, uh, you know, it's most likely they're probably going to run into Lovett, who has Jenna Brown, who's going to Stanford. But um, I'm going with Johnson Savannah. They've been there. They've done that. They got Gianna Copeland inside, who's about 6'5", shot blocker. They still got Bubbles running around. Bubbles Williams is a, a big-time scorer. And uh, Jemiah Cutter, I believe she is there as well. Uh, another uh, player that can really fill it up, really uh, diversifies that attack. So I'm going to go with Johnson. And on that bottom right-hand side, uh, tough. you got Harrelson County with a great record. Uh, Tattnall County, who's very good as well. I think they're going to have a tough second-round showdown. I'm going with Central Macon out of Region 4 to make the Final Four. Jada Clowers, Region 4 year. Uh Talia Williams can score the ball. Janiah Wilder, they got a lot of good pieces. Pieces. Renisha Goolsby, a lot of good pieces over there. So I'm going Central Macon, Johnson Savannah, Franklin County, and Beach in my 3A Final Four. And I believe I have Beach beating Central Macon in the championship game. Beach over Central Macon, I believe, is my pick. Beach over Central Macon, duly noted. Kyle, we'll keep it moving down to Class 2A. You like it on the boys' side. Do you like it as much on the girls' side? Oh, Ramin, come on now. I'm a 2A guy. I am a 2A guy. I live nowhere near any of these 2A schools, but I'm a fan of the 2A basketball. And, uh, boy, this one, I really, I really don't know what's going to happen. I think a lot of these teams are good. You never know how good a region is until that region matches up with another region in the first round of state. But uh, I'll I'll give it the best I can. We'll start with the left-hand side. 
Uh, boy. <laughs> a four seed. I'm going with Putnam County. I'm going with Putnam County. They were a beast in Region 8 all year long. They faltered, slipped all the way to the four seed, which is very scary. But I think Putnam County is a very good team when they're playing well. Uh, oxymoron, no duh. But uh, Rakia Peniman, Jashanti Simmons, uh, two studs there. Putnam County. I'm going with Putnam, which means they're going to have to upset model in the first round with Victoria Saxon, who is a handful, about 6'2", going to South Carolina. Let me check my facts here. I want to make sure. want to make sure. Um, but she is a complete stud inside. Saxon's been uh, pretty much the beast that has, you know, yep, she's going to South Carolina. She's been a beast. She's been so good at model. Never been able to get over the hump. Um, I'm going with Putnam. I think they're a little more well balanced, and they do have the athletes, and they got some good players to give them some problems. But Dodge County, I like Dodge County a lot too. They're very good. They won their region, but going with Putnam, going with Putnam on that top left hand side, bottom left hand side. Do we even need to talk about it? Yes, we do. It's gonna have to be Laney, even though, even though I do, I do love Swainsboro. Swainsboro's been really good, but they give themselves no favors losing that Region 2 championship to Metter, and they really, you know, sealed their fate there. That's a killer that you're you're likely going to see Laney in the second round. Now, Swainsboro has some talent. Denisha Brown, 18 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals per game. She can play. Uh, they got some more help there, too. Uh, Charlie Kelly. Uh, they got Aaliyah Hughes. So there's, there's some good pieces, but Laney still with Daisha Benjamin going to Alabama. Uh, Jessica Williams, they got a lot of good athletic wings. They press all over. Otis Smart always gets the most talent in Augusta to come there. And I still like Banks County a lot too, and that sucks for Banks. That Banks is still in that, that bottom left quadrant. And Banks is really good. Allison Smith, I think she's a, a big-time player. She can score it off the dribble with step backs, score all over. J.C. Bowen inside, outside, forward. Very physical, nice out to 15 feet. You can knock it down. I like them a lot. Maddie Thomas can hit some threes. Got some good size at that wing guard position. But again, it would just be foolish for me not to pick Laney. Until I see somebody do it, I, I can't pick someone to knock off Laney. So I got Laney going to the Final Four. Top right-hand side, another lovely matchup. You got Raven versus Rockmart. Um, Kiaria Berry is a, the superstar freshman who's a, a monster, complete monster. Raven's going to have to deal with her. Um, but with that being said, out of that top right-hand side, I'm, I'm going with Waco. I'm going with Washington County out of Region 3. Uh, I just – I think they've seen some good teams throughout in that region. Now they don't have the greatest record. Uh, Washington County is a two seed. They're 19 and seven, but I really like what Waco has done. They've played in a pretty good region. Like I said, you don't know until the season, uh, the regular, or the postseason starts. But Nigeria Jordan, 17 points per game. Uh, they got that sophomore Destiny Ellis Ellison, uh, 15 points per game. I like them. I think they might be able to get over the hump. Uh, I'm going with Waco and bottom right-hand side. Douglas, very, very sneaky team with a big-time score over there. Over there at Douglas, yeah, you got to be careful of them. They did win that Region 6 in Atlanta, which isn't necessarily always the super strongest. But when you got a big-time score, Nakia Thompson, she can fill it up. Very dangerous. Uh, but with that being said, and Metter as well, playing great basketball. Region 2, um, they, they won that region. 
They got Stacy Smith, a first teamer, but uh, I'm going with Josie. I'm going with Josie. All four of their losses this year, all to Laney. Most of those games have been fairly close. The last time they played, they kind of got blown out, but I'm, I'm kind of jumping on the Josie bandwagon. They, they beat teams like, I think, Cross Creek. Uh, I think they beat Burke County, non-region teams, bigger schools. They handled their business, so I think Josie is pretty legit. And in the championship game, I got Laney over Washington County. Laney over Washington County in Class 2A. Let's take it down to A public um, with that weird little ranking bracket that they finally released. Eight teams going to buy, 16 teams playing round one, or you can say there are eight playing games to face the other eight. But anyways, A public, Kyle, what do you see? Uh, a public, uh, I see, again, a lot of very evenly matched teams, which is going to be hard to really tell who's who's the real deal here. But um, in A public, I'll give you my just give you my 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 final four. I'm going with Telfair County. Telfair has been on that you know top three for most of the entire season. I think they're entering uh, the tournament ranked number one in the state. So I'm going with Telfair County. I think they've handled their business uh, quite well. Telfair ended up winning their region tournament. They beat uh, Wilcox 52 to 46. Wilcox beat them earlier in the year. Uh, once so I'm going with Telfair County even though I do like uh, Bowden I saw Bowden at the region six tournament Riley Robinson a very good post player finishes well around the rim uh, Macy Holloway was a region player sub-region player of the year but I'm going with Telfair County on that bottom left hand side things get a little more interesting um, I'm gonna go with Greenville though Greenville is uh, I think we have them ranked number five but Brittany Davis going to Mississippi State player of the year averaging over 30 points a game she's a she's a stud and i think greenville has been very good they lost to carver columbus 78 72 earlier in the season and um they got upset actually uh when they played let's see here greenville was actually upset when in the region tournament i believe it was yeah they were upset by marion county in their only game of the region tournament 67 62 but i still like greenville to make the final four with the best player on the court at all times at the top right hand side i'm going with terrell county uh terrell county however you pronounce that uh terrell terrell never know but they beat pelham uh, 59-45 in the championship game, so that means they beat Pelham two of three times, I believe it is. Pelham blew them out by 20 in their second meeting after Terrell beat them by one, I want to say, in their first meeting. Uh, but they beat them 59-45 in the Region 1 championship, so I've got Terrell County. And then on that bottom right-hand side, you got Marion County and Pelham, and ECI is pretty scrappy too, but I'm not picking against the Pelham Hornets. I'm going with my Hornets, Pelham. I got them going back to the Final Four, and in the championship game, I have Pelham over Greenville. That means they would have to get past um, Terrell County, who we just said beat them two out of three times, but I like Pelham, so I'm going Pelham over Greenville. And finally, for A Private Kyle, we've dragged this podcast out long enough. You've noticed, or you've mentioned Holy Innocent as being the best team in the state on paper. They're sitting there, A Private, top left bracket. Are they going to win it all? Class A Private, uh, we all know you're just playing for one Final Four spot. We know Holy Innocence will be in the Final Four. We know St. Francis will be in the Final Four. We know Wesleyan will be in the Final Four. All three of those schools have one thing in common. 
I won't say it. You can say it. We all know what it is. But those three schools will always be Final Four, which leaves who's coming out of the bottom left-hand side. Prince Avenue is in the uh, five seed. Uh, Stratford, a four seed. But I'm not going to shock the world. I don't think it's much of a shock, but they don't have the greatest record. I'm going with a 13 seed to make the Final Four, and that would be Landmark Christian. I think that is the real deal as far as that that second-tier level teams go. So we got Holy Innocence, Landmark Christian, St. Francis, and Wesleyan. And in my championship game, Holy Innocence over St. Francis. And that concludes a action-packed, stat-filled, fun factual, opinion-based Valentine's Day special of GHSA Girls Basketball State Playoff coverage. So those are my picks, Ramin. Don't hold me to them, but those are my picks. Oh, you know I'll hold it to you. I'll bring them back. I'll show you audio clips as we're going through, and we'll point out everyone that you missed. Now, which killed you, Kapu. As always, we appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you as the state playoffs start for more podcasts talking about the path up to the championship. As always, check the Twitter, check the website, and we appreciate it. On behalf of Kyle, this is for me signing off. <laughs>